I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! I don't know if I'm ready to cry about Justin Turner leaving, but it bothers me. It, it, it really does. I, I, Craig and I had a moment. Cry. Put our arms around each other and just said, you know, it's going to be okay. Oh, We're going to get through this guys. together. Definitely, We're going to be all right. Holding each other. Going to miss him. Mm-hmm. I know, see, here, here's the thing that when sucks you about hug, this. You go down. I go for... one, one over the top. Yeah. One, the, the smaller person needs to go under. I know, but I could too. <laughs> I go. I I assert my dominance if I can. I try to at least. Um, <laughs> but for just are, 10 seconds a day, you, are crying. you too can bring back Justin Turner <laughs> Look, to the I Dodgers. D- that would get me to reach for my credit card. The dogs, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry and everything, but it's, uh, Justin Turner, I'll chip in a few bucks. Yeah, would you? You know what uh, kind of stinks about the whole thing? And, and I, I like that the Dodgers do it the way that they do it. I really, truly do. You got to do something extraordinary to get recognized forever in a Dodger uniform. They're not going to retire Justin Turner's uni- uh, number. They're not, no, nor should they. But now that he's gone, it's just going to be one of those. Oh yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I don't like that. Hmm. I don't like that. A lot like Garvey. Like there's, if you go around, you know, they, I'm sure they got pictures and everything and MVP trophies and things like. But it's like he was he defined an era of Dodger baseball. Clayton Kershaw and Justin Turner were Dodger baseball from roughly 2010 until yeah. here we are right now. Those yeah. those are the two guys that were there the entire time, the best pitcher, the best offensive player and one of them's gone. I hate it. You can have and and it's like this with any team that you root for, right? You could have iconic moments with that player. You can have great memories with that player. And then you can also have the what the hell is he wearing a different uniform right like that's gonna yeah. that's gonna set in that will eventually happen, you know, is this right to say that the Dodgers have a plan without really knowing what their plan is? Oh, I think they know exactly what they're doing. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. But I'm saying like the fact that they have they a do. plan. They do right. Yeah, for sure. They didn't bring Justin Turner back. They let him go sign in Boston a two year, twenty two million dollar deal. They have a plan. And if it just doesn't fit within the lines, then they they're, allow that to go away. A little bloodless in this whole thing. Like, look, we're going to do what's best for the team. Bloodless is okay if you're if you're you know obviously delivering, and they are delivering. They're delivering in the regular yeah, season. They're not yeah, delivering it's a weird, in the postseason. It's a weird mix, but th- this was the guy that I thought maybe you make the exception of the rules. Much as I loved Corey Seager, you see a deal like no, nah, you got to let him go, and you had a contingency plan in Trey Turner. You see some of these other deals, Correa and Bogarts is like we're not doing that. Yep. I get it. This was one of those. He could probably swallow $11 million a year, and it's not going to break your bank. Good clubhouse guy, et cetera, et cetera. I get why they did it. I just, it bums me do out. We know, going on. Do we know if they offered him? Do we know if there was a one Sound year? Sounds like the second year was the the sticking point. It sounds like that was the part. And they yeah. went out and got, we haven't even talked about it. JD Martinez is yeah. coming in. He had kind of a down year last year, bigger, probably a little more pop. Maybe not. It's, I don't know. It's just. J.D. Martinez is going to feel real different than Justin of course Turner it is. in that in that line. Yeah, of course it is. Weird NFL weekend. Um, the Raiders got I gifted. Mean, is there? It's is it the greatest <laughs> gift in NFL history? Now, didn't send them to the playoffs or anything. I guess theoretically they're still alive. It did take the Patriots out of the playoff picture at least temporarily. I've never seen a more inexplicable decision than we saw at the end of that Pats game. Can I just say this real quick on the Raiders? If I told you two games in the entire NFL this year that really stand out, I have two in mind, okay? One is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Raiders. What week was that? Four or five. It was early early. in the season, right? Early in the season. And they come back. They do nothing for basically three quarters and then score, I think, 22 unanswered. Mm -hmm. And they end up beating the Raiders. And if I said another game that sticks out, maybe these are not the top, but these are a couple that stick out, is Baker Mayfield hanging out with Sean McVay for 30 (laughs) minutes, getting the ball, and having two at the end of the game where they do nothing. the Cardinals, by the way. Week two, that early. Week two. I think of those two games. I think think the Rams come back on the Raiders, and I think of that game against the Arizona Cardinals. And there were other games in between. Do you understand that those two games right there, they're eight and six. 
they're now in the position as where the Chargers are and some of these other teams. Uh, but that goes into this gift you, that they got. You, this you know, it's kind of a really good rule of thumb, and you just have to remind yourself this: bad teams always find a way to always. be in games like that. Bad, always, bad teams find a way to win random, out of nowhere things. Yep. The Jags game. The ja- and they're also going to give you one or two along the way. They're just bad teams. You don't see. I'm trying, you don't see the Philadelphia Eagles, a team playing like you don't see the Rams last year, and they play close games, but they they're not in these games where you blow big leads or Good teams else find play. ways to win. Bad teams Close find out. ways to lose. Just an absolute disaster. And here's what it sounded like on the um, the the Patriots call of this whole thing. Off the tackle, the forty. He lost the football, and Jacoby Myers picks it up. He circles back and he throws it across the field. Oh my god! Oh my god! He breaks away to the thirty. He runs to the twenty. He runs to the ten. Almost sounds like a home call in the beginning. And this is that's perfectly New England too. Like I could picture Damn. everybody I knew in New England having the same reaction. It's like, oh, the Pats, the bums. I'm this say might be the dumbest team I've ever seen. What, what, what else are we going to call? And that? And then they cut the broadcast. It was over. And, they <laughs> and went it's a to, Bill Belichick team. Yeah, the teams, the the guy that's not supposed to have moments like this. I asked it before. I'm going to ask it again right now. I'm not even going to ask. What the hell is Jacoby Myers doing throwing that ball backwards? I'm just going to assume that he went insane for a minute and thought yep. maybe he didn't know the score or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. You're throwing it to Mac Jones. Yeah. That's not Randall Cunningham or Michael Vick or Steve Correct. Young or or any of these guys. Lamar Jackson, Caleb Lamar Jackson, Caleb Williams yeah. Josh Allen, one of these guys that could maybe yep. make a move. Mac Jones is about as athletic as me. Yes. He's just going to stand there and do nothing. Mm-hmm. That's the guy you're throwing. What did you expect him to do if, in fact, he would have caught that ball? That's the part to me that is the in a most tie game. shocking. In a tie game. Okay. You're not down. Do you subscribe to this? It's a tie this? game. Yeah. Did he not know what the score was? Oh, it could have been. It, 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 it by the way, if he, I almost wish he said that. Do you remember this? Remember the NBA Finals? Game one. J.R. Smith? Cavs sure. and, the, uh, and the Warriors. J.R. Smith did not know the score. J.R. Smith thought they were up one. So he thought, I'm going to grab that rebound. I'm going to run the clock out. I'm going to start running back towards half court. We're about to steal game one. It was a tie ball game. At least, as idiotic as it was, there was an explanation for it. At least you can say to yourself, well, if they were up one, he actually is making the right decision. It was insanity. Do you guys hear what uh, Bill Belichick said after the game? So he talked about, someone asked him, like, why they didn't throw a Hail Mary at the end of the game? And he said, because we couldn't throw it that far. Oh, I did it's hear It's just say kind that. of like an indictment about, like, where Mac Jones well, sits on that team, Did you see what too. happened after that? So what what, I think he specifically said, I'm like, correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. He said he can't throw the ball 55 yards. And then they went back to Alabama and found a bunch of instances where well, he, he throw the ball 55 yards. Oh, that's yards. good. Yeah. That's good. I don't think Mac Jones is the solution at quarterback for them long term. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I'm, I'm going to go back to your point. How would you like to walk back in that locker room? Oh what do you say? Gosh. What do you yeah, do? Yeah, I don't know what you say. What, I mean, if you're Jacoby Myers and you got to see all those guys on the plane going back and you got to go into the facility this morning to watch tape or get treatment or whatever. Yeah. What, and this is not the Colts who are up 33 to nothing and have nothing to play for. And, and everybody. This is the, Colts, the Patriots trying to make the playoffs. And everybody in the Colts has ownership in that catastrophe. Yeah. It wasn't just one guy. It's the one guyness of it all that really kind of takes it to the whole nother level. Yeah, Jar- Mac- Jar- Smith's the first one I thought of where there's a moment where I'm like, I don't. He definitely doesn't know the score. It's the only thing I could think of is that he thinks they're down. You know, he's getting a lateral, and now he's maybe thinking, well, if he's lateraling the ball, then am I supposed to? You know what it could have been? It could have been one of these, he did know the score. He thinks it's tied. And all of a sudden, um, Ramonde throws him the ball. He's like, I must, not know the, I must not know the score. Because there's no way he throws it to me if the game's tied. Mm-hmm. I must have it wrong, and I'm just going to go. Obviously, he knows something I don't, right? You, have you yeah, had, could the, be that. had that moment yeah, where that could be that. He, he, I, I, I must be wrong because there's no reason to do mm-hmm. this. Why didn't he blame him? I wish all of his quotes, <laughs> all of his quotes would say, well, why did he throw me the ball? It was unreal. And, it wasn't even, and Mac Jones, make a play. It wasn't even a throwback <laughs> to Jacoby Myers. It was, it was like a almost like little, like, 
handoff. It was like, it was very strange. It wasn't like a it was not a typical lateral you would throw either. So it's just like that. And then I loved just Mac Jones getting buried into the earth by he, uh, he Chandler just Jones. got very gently set down by yeah. Chandler Jones, like you would like if <laughs> you're a, a, a dad wrestling a nap, with your buddy. three year old. You just go, yeah. I'm gonna put you down on the ground, Take soft but not perfectly soft. Just go to sleep. Understand who's in charge here, and we're gonna keep it moving. Go to sleep. Un. Real Lakers, or excuse me, Rams uh, tonight. Monday Night Football against the Pack. I- I'm not gonna lie. Look, the Rams are four and nine, busted of a season. They had their unequivocal high point last week against the Raiders, where they came back and scored a couple of touchdowns at the end of the game. I know that Baker Mayfield. I- oh, I said this to you a second ago, Slee. Baker Mayfield is the first ever number one overall pick to play for three teams in his first five years in the league. That's not something you want to be known for. I'm oddly curious to see what he's going to bring tonight. Because I think that's the story. Rams aren't any good. Packers aren't any good. Yeah. Can Baker Mayfield do it again? That's, All right, that's so the story. Let, let me let me just – he's coming off, obviously, an incredible game. Sure. Nobody thought – this is the game that you thought he'd make his kind of debut in, mm-hmm. right? All right, now you have 10 days. you got some time to kind of figure out what the hell's going on. They played on a Thursday. So by the time he got here, I think they said it was 36 hours or something along those lines. What do he you ran expect? Twenty from? plays at practice. Uh, I <laughs> literally, they, they really, he ran twenty plays. At practice. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. He's ready. He's ready. Um, I'm with you. That that is the storyline right now. That really isn't that many other storylines around the Rams. How do you think he does tonight? I because I, I I will tell you. I think it goes back to the. I, I think it goes back to the you know the average. I think it goes back too. to who you really are. I I'm I'm a big believer in expectations. And if you don't have any, I think you're dangerous. That when when you come in and look, look dude, we're gonna get our you know what's kicked tonight. Yeah. Just just go out there and see what you can do. Yep. F and, it. You, and you go out there and you get something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. And now he's got just enough information enough to kind of screw him up, right? Where he's gonna come to the line of scrimmage. It's goes, so jacked up, but it's so it's, it's so true, true. Right. Think about it. He's going to go up to the line of scrimmage and say, okay, we're going to call XY Spider Banana double cross XY. Yep. Okay, is that what? No, I think now Spider. And now now I'm in my own head as opposed to just, hey, dude, you go this way and turn right. And I'm yeah. going to stick it to you. Yeah. Right? It's it's just enough information. I think it goes back to normal. Per- I do too. Yeah. I do too. But if it doesn't, Al, all of a sudden we have a totally different conversation. If it doesn't go mm-hmm. back to the, oh, now I understand why Cleveland and Carolina both said beat it. If he does it again, what are we talking about next? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It is, in fact, the Travis and Slewa show still, I guess, for a little bit. I guess they're trying to invade our space a little bit now, but... Um, All right, Chris. Cool, bro. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Should have checked that. If they want to come in, <laughs> we'll be good. Okay. Um, Don't threaten me do with it. a good time. But so one of my favorite parts about the football weekend was not necessarily my Steelers wedding and staying, quote unquote, in the hunt. They're sniffing around. They're not uh, eliminated quite yet, beating the Panthers. But my favorite part was watching the Cowboys lose. And I also just how they lost. It gave me such great joy to just be a hater and see them lose on a last second pick. And it was just, it was just lovely. Do you guys have teams like that where like you just get so happy when they lose? I have a, I have a long list. I have 37 (laughs) teams that I watched. All owned by Dean Spanos. (laughs) Chargers, an easy one. Yeah. Uh, Clippers, 
I know you say why, Alan. Why the Clippers? Yeah, the Clippers Clip- another one. The, the, no, I know the Clippers are on your yeah. list because here's why, and I think everybody probably does. You only have if you're doing it right. You only have one team in each sport, right? So if you're a Laker fan, and there's a million other games that don't involve the Lakers, and you want to watch these games, you got to have some. I can't watch sports if I don't have a rooting interest in it. It's got to have some juice. You're right, Emily. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to really be rooting for anybody. So I want to root against people. I like watching failure in sports. It's super fun. Being a hater just gives it's, me some 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 joy. Sometimes you're right. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Watching the Cowboys slink off the field after they had the walk off pick six was great. Watching Tom Brady blow a 17 to nothing oh, lead yeah. against the Bengals was great. I love rooting against Got people. a little uh, breaking news here. So we get the status report for the Lakers. So AD, LeBron James also out tonight. Oh boy. Austin Reeves also out tonight. Um, so we, we got a few Laker players. I think I mentioned this to you that Devin Booker's out, some kind of a groin issue that he's having. So for the Lakers tonight, no AD, no LeBron, no Austin Reeves. Juan Toscano still out. What's and LeBron's injury? So left ankle soreness. But I think it probably Night has more off. to do with the back-to-back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, okay. Probably more to do with the back-to-back. Okay. You know, and on I, Thomas Bryant. That's just the reality of being in your 20th season. That's yeah. the reality of being a handful of days short of your 38th birthday. Can I tell you something so stupid? And I, I find myself doing this. I, I'm sure you did too when you were – well, no, LeBron wasn't here yet. But let's just use LeBron James as an example. Yesterday, I'm just kind of going through doing the post game show, and I'm like, "Yeah, Bron, thirty nine and eight, or whatever it was, right?" And then I was quickly on to, "Did you see what Thomas Bryant did? And I did know. you see what Austin Reeves did? The dude's still and and, and yeah, you know, I know we have some nights where he struggles from the field, but for the most part, no, he's a forty five percent shooter from the field, at, at least you know his efficiency. I, I just I, sometimes I just gotta take a quick second and be like, the dude's in his twentieth year." Go look at other players who, in their twentieth season, and I'm not First telling of all, you very few people get that far into it, and none of them have done this. And that's what I'm saying is that yeah. if you're playing in your twentieth year, you're not the best player on your team, or you're not, you know, somebody that they're depending on by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but there's a, a Phoenix. You're going up against the Suns. You're not going to have all your main players. I, I've said this before, and I think it's more true now than when I started saying it a few years ago. We will not appreciate him, LeBron, until he's done. When LeBron is done and we're two, three years post-LeBron, you're going to look at it like, wait, that can't be right. He didn't he didn't average 30 a game in his 29th season or his 19th season. Yeah, he did. And it's going to it's gonna take the, the benefit of time passing to really start to look at those things like this doesn't even make any sense. You take it for granted when you see every night. And, and, and I'll go to another step. I think you really take it for granted when he's on your team. When you see him every single night, you Absolutely. really start to take it for granted. Absolutely. When he was in Cleveland or Miami, you'd see him on TNT. You'd see him on ABC or ESPN Sports on the Sports Center would go Sport- out of their way to show yeah, him. Yeah, but yep. you weren't watching him 82 times a night or a mm-hmm. season. When you see him every night, and you're to your point, he had 39 and 8 or whatever, whatever the numbers were. It's like, yeah, okay, you just move past it because you know the next one's coming too. It, when he's on your team, you start to take him granted for granted more than you were on another team. And until he's gone, which who knows when that's going to happen, then it's going to be one of those. You go back and you look at Will Chamberlain's numbers. You're like, wait, this doesn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. You go back and you look at Kareem doing all that. That doesn't make any sense. Jordan, he's going to be one of those guys that if you see it every night, says, oh, yeah, he's just a great player in the league. Yeah, but he's in his 20th year. It won't be until well past his retirement that you really can – understand the full scope of what he brings to the league so he's had by the way i was like that with kobe too kobe i knew i'm like by the time kobe is done playing in the game i'm gonna look back and be like yeah i took all those games for granted or Mm -hmm. a lot of them and that's not to say you didn't have certain moments where you really appreciated what he was doing um it was kind of funny so matt lebron passed magic in all-time assists Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago and then I want to say on like Friday, he passed Hakeem for number nine in steals. Okay. It's like one of those. I'm like, I feel like every couple, every like once a month or so, he's passing another great. And it's not just in his one category. I know. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, that player was known as a rebound. Dennis Rodman is known as a rebounder. Um, Magic's not Johnson is known as somebody who dished the ball. Uh, Jordan was known as. 
No, no, he's like he's all of them. taking a piece of a little bit of everybody, which it, but, but goes to the longevity as well. Playing twenty years, it, it's until he's done, you're not going to appreciate for what it is. It, it, which makes his pursuit of Kareem odd to me, right? And, and like he's going to catch him somewhere in February, is what it looks like, assuming he continues on the pace that he's on right now. But it's it. it I, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. But it does not feel like one of those things that oh, he's a little closer. He's a little closer. You're, you're maybe as we get closer to sure. it, you'll start to get more invested in it. But because Kareem and look, Kareem is one of the great all-time players, but he's not particularly well liked by a lot of people. There's not. If this were Jordan, be totally different. If this were Kobe, it'd be totally different. If this were a player like that, it would be this. Oh my gosh, he's going to catch him, and how's it going? But because Kareem is you know respected but not loved the way that a lot of other players are. That adds an element to it. Because LeBron has bounced around from team to team in his career, that adds a little bit of a different element to it. It feels slightly odd that and, oh, and by the way, that they don't like each other is really strange mm. too. That they're gonna be on the same court at the same time for arguably the most impressive NBA record there is, most points ever scored. And I'm sure there's grudging respect between the two of them, but clearly they don't like each other. That's good. It's just a it's all of these things mixed together bring a really weird cocktail of emotions as you get close to this unbelievable event. I will tell you, I have definitely I mean, I, I know it's coming. But I haven't been no. like, oh, he's this far away right. now. Oh, he's this. See, so it's going to happen in a few months, a few weeks, a couple of months. And it's like, yeah, we know it, but it doesn't, it feels weird. When it starts getting down to, you know, he's within five games of doing yeah. it, when he's a couple hundred points away, yeah. I think all the media news will start shifting towards that. I think maybe we're just far it's, enough to where it's not. That they don't like each other makes it really weird. Yeah, I know. And that they're on in the same universe. They're both in the Laker universe. Add like if if Kareem had just had Kareem's career and LeBron was getting ready to break this record, and he's in, in Cleveland, Cleveland, that they don't like each other. Okay, whatever. They you know they never probably they never probably spent a lot of time. Blah 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 blah. blah. There's been so many opportunities for them to connect. Yeah, and that they ha- and the opposite has happened. It's weird. It's weird. What is he going to have a handshake? Thank you. You're welcome. Peace. Well, I, I think I, I forgot who so it was. Strange. I forgot who it was that said, well, what if it happens on the road? Well, it doesn't matter because even if it happens on the road, they're obviously going to do something yeah. at crypto when he does come back. Right. And you'd expect Kareem to be there as well. You would expect. I'm busy. I got a reservation that night that I've been holding on to. I'm not going to be able to make it. I wouldn't be surprised. It is a Go weird We see Avatar that deal. night. <laughs> Three and a half hours. <laughs> Why not? Right? It's a... It is a weird, weird deal. All right, uh, Kirk Morrison, who is my partner on the Buffalo Wild Wings Countdown to Kickoff show, as well as the Coors Light postgame show. You yeah. can hear both of those today. And an Aztec. And an Aztec, that's right. Pre-game show starting at 3.15. That would be the Buffalo Wild Wings Countdown to Kickoff. So you'll hear Kirk and I do that coming up in just a little bit. But Kirk's going to join us next because when Kirk isn't doing Rams games or doing college football, he does a little weekend NFL occasionally. He was in the booth oh, for yeah. the Raiders and oh, yeah. Patriots That's last good. night, so we'll get a first-hand perspective. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So something happened in the NFL yesterday that you will 100% 
be seeing 50 years from now. Oh, yeah. No question about the, that. The, the dumbest plays, yep. the most inexplicable mm-hmm. conclusions to football games get rerun over and over. Think Herm Edwards picking up a botched fumble with time and running in. That play happened about 50 years ago. We're still seeing it. Okay, think Gary Yepremian in the Super Bowl throwing that pass. You don't even have to stay in the NFL. <laughs> think of a- any sport, any idiotic play that you could think of. Buckner. This will be on the list. Uh, it, it's maybe at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Our pal Kirk Morrison was in Allegiant Stadium yesterday in Las Vegas. Got to see it. Kirk, you played in the NFL for nearly a decade. You played college football, high school football, Pop Warner. You've covered football for I don't know how long. In your life, have you ever seen anything like that? Travis, I've, I've seen a lot of things, but I'll tell you this. What I saw yesterday at Allegiant, had never seen it before, never. I mean, I've been in, you know, last play of game victories or last play of game defeats. Um, I've seen some very quirky things. I've seen comebacks. I've seen, uh, you know, teams that have, you know, won on a last-second field goal or I even had in college. I remember I lost on a block field goal with no time left. I had seen it all. And I've seen Hail Marys and been a part of a Hail Mary when I was in Jacksonville. I have never seen the ending to what I saw yesterday <laughs> at Allegiant Stadium between the Patriots and the Raiders. It was, it was. I'm still kind of stunned. Like it never really <laughs> happened, but it truly did. And I think what really summed it up for me is, and I was as I was walking through the parking lot back to, uh, back to my hotel. Well, I saw a Patriots fan literally vomiting out of his car, and I think that was kind of oh my uh, gosh, um, a, a symbol of kind of really what happened yesterday for the Patriots and how they lost that football game. Okay, Kirk, I got a question. <laughs> Help me understand what do you think? Like I, I've read Jacoby Myers, I read his actual quote. We got a chance to listen to him. What is he thinking? Do you, do you think he forgets? that the game is tied? I mean, they, help me understand, because even, you know, Trav keeps hitting on this too. Let's say he connects and he throws it back and Mac Jones has the ball 50 yards away. What does he think <laughs> is going to happen? Do you think he just thought for a second, wait, I just got a lateral thrown to me. Do you think he forgot that they're tied? Yeah, yeah, definitely forgot. I think he got lost in the moment, lost into what the situation was. You know, the New England Patriots were situational masters. That's the one thing I've always admired not about yesterday. the organization. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday was not it. So there's a lot of blame to go around. And for me, I think the blame falls fairly on their head coach, Bill Belichick. I really do. Because he appointed, um, you know, Matt Patricia, uh, Joe Judge as his offensive coordinators. Uh, I think sometimes, you know, as, you know, we were our, our parents – instilled in us, hey, this is what you do and what not to do. And they sent us out to the world to make sure we do the right thing. And then even now, as a parent for me, I try to tell my kids what to do, and yet when they go out to the world, they're going to do what they do. Yesterday, Bill Belichick was not a good parent because there is no way that your kids are supposed to act like that during (laughs) that play. Like, you have to know that you cannot allow that sort of play. Why not even take it out of the, the hands of your kids at times and just down the football, right? Just go take a knee. You take a knee, the game's over. You go, I mean, sorry, you go to overtime. So it was just a whole bunch of miscommunication, but more importantly, man, you just got to take the ball out sometimes out of your own players' hands. Kirk's joining us. Uh, he was calling the game yesterday in Las My Vegas, gosh. the Patriots and the Raiders, in one of the most bizarre endings that you're ever going to see uh, in the history of sports, in the NFL in particular. Kirk, like you said, you, you listed off all the things that you've been a part of, you know, game ending, Hail Marys, and blocked kicks, and yeah. all of these things. What what does the team do when Jacoby Myers walks back into that locker room, walks onto the plane, walks into the facility today to get treatment? I mean, I, it's a team sport and everybody's in this together, but when you have such a catastrophic, terrible decision that not only loses you a game, it knocked them out of the playoff picture. It, you a playoff it, could, it could be the mm-hmm. thing that keeps them from going to the postseason what do the other 50-some-odd guys on the team think? What do you say? Is there anything you can do? Uh, honestly, you just move on to the next game. I mean, it's crazy to think that, but I think we all know what happened, and I think you can't really beat a, a dead horse, right? It's, it's already happened. You move on from it. It's a learning experience. Does it hurt? Yeah. But I think me and you always talk about it, right, Travis? This is a league that is week to week. I mean, you could be of the lowest of lows in the next week, 
they could come back and, and beat the Cincinnati Bengals, who are one of the better teams in the AFC, and all is almost sort of forgotten what happened the week prior. I mean, I think the case in point for that is the Raiders. I mean, we, me and you saw the Raiders 10 days ago at SoFi Stadium <laughs> yeah. get beat by Baker Mayfield, in, who was only on the uh, Rams for 48 hours. And with two drives, came back from a 16-3 lead, and the Raiders lost 17-16. Now, 10 days later, they win the way that they did. So you talk about the emotional roller coaster for the Raiders, who probably went in their locker room after the Rams game and said, oh, my God, and they're pointing around, looking at, looking at each other, and yet they won this way. So I think what Jacoby Myers, he goes in the locker room, guys are going to wrap their arms around him. You know, you give him a hug. Hey, it's, it's not on you. You know, there's also other opportunities, but it's on and you. that's what Bill Belichick, has, as a head coach, is going to tell his players, it is not all on one play. We should have won this game. But it game. was. That's yeah, the Curry, thing, Curry. Curry. But, it, I, but it was. I, 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 love, I love the way you turned all that. That was amazing the way you did it. I think, Travis and I, our point is, it is all on you. I think we would tell him, I don't want you to forget, wake up late tonight like and the Col- just remember, the Colts blowing this one is all point lead. on you. We all get a piece of it. This, and then we don't all get a piece of it. Am I crazy? <laughs> no, I think too. I mean, I think Kirk, you're a good teammate. That's what you are. You yeah. are a good teammate. Yeah. That's what it was. Well, I mean, I mean, I can look at you know, um, you know, Marcus Jones on the opposite side, who was the corner, and you're in a situation where a team needs a touchdown, and yet you get beat behind you by Keelan Cole for a touchdown. Like that's that's not on the Raiders making a play. That's bad defense, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Happen not not knowing the situation. So. There will be plays, and I'm talking Bill Belichick because that's, this is what happens too, and I've been here before, to where, yeah, you know, think about how many times, it, you know, maybe Scott Norwood in the Buffalo Bills did everything to win a football game, and then Scott Norwood makes a, misses a field goal wide right. We know he feels bad. One of the worst misses in field goal I mean, in the NFL history, right? And so we know what's at stake, but yet the head coach has to come in and say, we can't put it all on one play, fellas. I want to show you plays throughout the game where – it should have never came to that. And that's how everybody takes accountability. That's what good coaches do to where no one feels like it was just one person's fault. Now, us as analysts and fans, oh, yeah, it's like it's Jacoby Myers' fault. He did this. But we forget, why did even Ramondre Stevenson even throw the ball the back? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Like, everybody's at fault. It was a mess. One more before we let you go, Kirk. What did you make of Mac Jones's technique as a tackler? It was poor. It was worse. I mean, so like you said, it was blame to go around. At the end of the day, Matt, just get him down. Even if he would have tripped him. Travis, think about it. Right, it's a penalty, but he's not in the the end zone. Sounds good. Right, take the penalty. So at least get him down. If you trip him, at least look, okay, it's a penalty. Raiders still got to kick a field goal to win the game. And like you said, you know what? It was a bad play. We lost, but to – the effort on that tackle was just, it was just, come on, man. Raiders were also getting a touchdown that. with Dar- uh, Darren Waller. His toe was out of bounds, but it's okay. Don't go into that. The, the, the toe, yeah. The toe was, I mean, the toe was out of bounds. It was just like so much that was going on hmm. in those final minutes. The officials had a really, really rough weekend this weekend, and that's what dominated, I think, the headlines in the NFL. But you know what? It was some great games, good quarterback play. It was a lot, and we still got one game left tonight. How about that? Kirk, I'm, I'm going to squeeze this one in, and it's on tonight's game. Sure. More likely yeah. that Baker Mayfield rides that momentum from 10 days ago, or he goes kind of comes back down to earth and is the Baker Mayfield that we've seen these last couple of years? No, I think he's more comfortable. I mean, Baker Mayfield is playing with house money. He's not going in to save the season. He's not going in to – uh, you know, bring the Rams to to promise, and no, no, he's going in. To, I don't think to really prove that he's still a starting quarterback in this league. And if you give me the right tools and the right coaches, this is who I can be. So I think that he's going to play at a much better uh, clip. And I think the Rams are going to compete. I mean, you're saying right now, Sean McVay and Les Snead are chopping dudes left and right. So if you don't play up to a standard tonight, you may not be on this roster tomorrow or even next year. So. As a player, that scares me to death. So I know the kind of performance we're going to get out of Baker Mayfield because he doesn't want to be one of those guys. Kirk Morrison was on the call for the Raiders and the Patriots in one of the most bizarre, stupid, crazy endings you're ever going to see. He will be a part of the Buffalo Wild Wings. Countdown to kickoff. Kirk, we start at 3.15 today. I got the message. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you at 3.15. Thanks, buddy. Sorry, sounds good. (laughs) You got it. For the first time ever.
last week against the Raiders, Kirk was late. In seven years, it's the first time he's been late. Did he did he think it was a different time? It was 3.30. And it was 3.15? It was 3.15, mm. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, whenever I get the chance to kind of stick it in a little bit and twist the knife and, you know, just be a bad guy, I like to take advantage of And I like his response. I got it. <laughs> Freaking got it. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The dub coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Messi and Argentina are World Cup champions in one of the greatest World Cup finals, maybe the greatest World Cup final. I think they're of all still time. they're going to be partying in Argentina until. <laughs> How would you know, Travis? <laughs> I, I read for three years. I, I'm prepared, Emily. It's not like <laughs> I just showed up and didn't know what was going on. Um, Andres Cantor is the soccer guy that soccer people don't know right like even people like myself who don't follow soccer all that closely know Andres Cantor he is um, an Argentinian American and this was his call when they won the cup So you don't have to speak Spanish to know what he's saying right there. Jeez. That is so great. Do you not feel that? <laughs> it's terrific. There, and if you haven't, you know, obviously there's the audio right there. There's a lot going on on Twitter and other uh, all the other social media platforms. He's got his phone set up, yeah, so you can actually watch him do it, and it's. As good as it sounds, it looks just as good as well. It really kind of just brings chills to Well, you. What, what it is, and, and it, it is real. It is, it is it, real. It is real, it's and authentic. it is emotional, mm-hmm. and it is in his DNA and in his soul, and it's all coming out in that moment. This is not, not calling anyone out specifically, this is not, I'm going to write a line for the end of the World Cup, and when it happens, I'm going to say it, and hopefully it sounds right. Mm. It has to come from the place no that you have to have it. in your heart and if you don't have it in your heart you can call it you can say argentina wins the the, the world cup you can yep. call it but it will never sound like that where it's just coming from this place inside you where it is a real thing and that's what that's such Andres a good that's has. such a good explanation of you can you're right you can script something you can write it you can this you can that but the greatest calls are always one. You know, you, you go back and you play Vince Scully how many different times. My idol, Chick Hearn. There ain't no, hey, if this happens in this situation, this is what I'm going to say. You can you can see right through that. That is as, I don't know how many times I heard that thing yesterday, but in my head I'm like, that is just unbelievable. It's really, really cool. It, yeah. it, it, I'm not a soccer person, but that's awesome. It, it's, it's hard not to hear that. And get caught up with that. Uh, Messi's World Cup victory post is the most liked Instagram post by a sports person in history. It is at 42 million likes and counting, Al. Uh, soccer popular around the world. That's my takeaway from his post. All right, I got bad news. Didn't even see the post. So I'm going to have to... Uh... I'm going to have to get on Four, there. Hold on. Oh, it just updated. 42 million and one. 
Still working on it. <laughs> you've, you, you've got it covered. How many did Mbappe's have? I'm sure it has something up there, too. Did but... he have a we-just-missed kind of post kind of deal? Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure he has something up. You know, it's it sucks for him, too, because he played so well. Oh. He had a hat trick. Like, it's just... Should it, have got four. Yeah. Yeah, I should have. You should have three goals that. in the nuts. World Cup at age 23. It's nuts. Well, that's... How old is Messi? 36. So they're talking about this may be the end of his World Cup career, right? Because he's in his mid-30s. He's 34. 34. So, you know, maybe he could come back at 38. Maybe not. Time will tell. Mbappe is going to be in that thing for the foreseeable future. You're going to be in your 50s, and Mbappe is still going to be running around doing his thing. You know, God willing, he doesn't get hurt. Just liked it. There you go. Now it's a 42 million and one along the way. Uh, Dodger legend Clayton Kershaw will be playing in the World Baseball Classic for Team USA, which runs from March 8th through the third, or excuse me, the 21st. Okay, that, that, that's fine. I'm. I, I'm Is not, it okay? It's, is that all right? It, it's as long as we don't do anything weird. If this is just basically part of his spring training ramp up, okay, cool. All right, that, that, yeah. It, but if he goes out there and pitches seven innings to go beat Korea, we got a problem. Right. I don't need that. I, I if you want to He's trying to leave the game. They're like, nope, you you gave up two. We got the closer set up already. Don't screw this up, Clayton. Look, if you want to go throw your twenty two pitches against, you know, Venezuela, great. <laughs> Let's get it in. Get to get a sweat going. We'll call it a nice you know, heavy bullpen as you will. But that's uh that's gotta be what it is. Do most of and I actually don't know this, do most do most of the players the major league baseball players, do most of them play in this that represent the USA or not really? Say that again. So Kershaw's going to play yeah. in this. Do most other American oh, I got you. players play in this? this one, I don't feel like This it, one do. that's coming up, we have a better group of star players than we have previously. Okay. It's it's baseball, right? There, There's no good time to do this. If you do it at the beginning of the season, guys aren't stretched out and ready to go. You're not going to shut down in the middle of the season to mm. do this. And at the end of the season, you've just played six, seven months worth of baseball. You're not going to say, okay, cool, I'm, I'm glad that you just pitched 200 innings. I need another 30 from you to go mm. pitch in the world. It's a weird deal. It's just the nature of the sport where you're asking these guys to do things that they typically don't do. I, I love it. it I, if you, by the way, other than maybe soccer, this may be one of the most competitive mm. international sports that you can have because – North sure. America plays. Yep. South America plays. Mm -hmm. The Caribbean plays. Portions of Europe play. Australia plays. Canada. Like there are Asia, tons of good Asian teams. Like you have these teams from all over the place. It could be incredibly competitive. Well, it's different. And I don't want to just compare, you know, basketball, but in basketball, you're pretty much like, look, if the Americans are playing, right. they're going to win. Right. If at worst they're top three, but they're going to win. It just depends who they throw out there. Cuba. Venezuela, yeah. Colombia, mm -hmm. United States, Mexico, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Korea, Japan. If any of those teams, Taiwan, if any of those teams would be like, yeah, okay. Mm. I mean, that's 10 teams going into that. You're like, yeah, those all make perfect sense to me. That's uh, you, don't, you don't get that a lot, only in soccer. And that's why I was so excited about the World Cup final yesterday morning. I just want to have Andres Cantor narrate my life for a day. <laughs> Sandwich! He could be so fired up when I took some neat. Steven Spielberg. Travis Rogers <laughs> eats a sandwich. He regrets the impact Jaws had on the shark community. Quote, Dad, what are you doing? It's shark week. I truly and to this day regret the decimation of the shark population because of the book and the film. I really, truly regret that. That's one of these things I still fear. Not to get eaten by a shark, but that sharks are somehow... Mad at me for the feeding frenzy of crazy sport fishermen that happened after 1975. Well, I, I got some news for Steven. I don't think whether he comes out with Jaws or not, I, I'm I'm not looking at... National Geographic was going to show these predators doing what they're doing. Not like that. Not climbing onto the deck of the boat to eat a guy in half. <laughs> yeah, but I think... Like being like vindictive. Like this shark is coming yeah, for a bad you attitude. specifically. Yeah. I get that, but I don't think I was also walking away saying, well, I have to worry about... Maybe other people were. I was convinced after he was done with Robert Shaw, he was coming for me. <laughs> that That's how that was going to go. That I thought that sharks were going to... Come to the beach just to eat people because that's what they do. Do you have a fear at all of going into the ocean? Some yes. people do. A lot of people yes. do. Look, I don't have it. Now I'm probably going to get eaten. You should, go watch, you should go watch Jaws again and, and, and decide if you still do. Yeah. Not only it, 
I, that movie's 1975, so I was five years old when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. I think I saw it maybe a summer or two later, and my Uncle Keith took me to see it, so I was seven or eight. It messed me up forever. I have never, to this day, gone into the ocean. I don't know why that's kind of funny. I'll, I'll go in. I will go swimming in the ocean Yeah, you said you, you and Michael will I go. Or, yeah. I will. I will do it. I've never stepped foot in the ocean since then and not thought, well, this could be it. This could be the last time I get to do this. Hmm. I know it doesn't happen. I know it's I like a lightning go, strike. I just don't go deep enough. Oh, that, see, this is your biggest mistake. They come in shallow. Yeah, sharks in the shallow. You most don't have to go out deep. They come in and see you. Now, I think you guys understand how shallow. I think I'm literally. There's a, so here's the thing. They have the you know the drones that go over now, and they take all these. Oh, videos. I've seen those. They're ten feet off the 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 the, the wave. Yeah, that. I've yeah, seen. you go in, so right you don't there. take care of your business, and then yeah. there's a shark. <laughs> that I've seen. But um, also, it's like Jaws invented the summer blockbuster. It was yep. like that was the biggest thing, and I think that Steven Spielberg, though he says this, I don't think he regrets doing Jaws whatsoever. <laughs> Yates, you got to come in here for this last one. We'll get super crosstalk started here because an iguana caused a large scale outage yep. in Lake Worth Beach, Florida, earlier yep. this month. It is the third iguana triggered outage, outage in that the, the city, city has experienced. Year. So we'll get into that next on Super Crosstalk. Woo 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 woo! No Mason today. No Ireland today yep. but the big cy clinton yates andy kamenetsky ak in the Mason house in ireland today um andy once you're set up we can talk about how i think we're the only two people yeah. on earth that were not enthralled by the world cup yep. final along and michael way. thompson wants to know why you guys ghosted him he <laughs> called mean, the both of you yesterday and i heard you at proudly in the morning proudly proclaiming this taylor as well ha you think I watch World Cup? Yeah, what do I look like? It's not our best. It's not our best here. What do I look like? Some straight, cisgender, tall, white guy? Oh, wait. No. That's both of you. Oh, sorry. I missed <laughs> it. Why do you care what I like? I this don't care what I you like, understand. but the idea is that here's the deal. I actually got out of my bed and walked to a local establishment okay. to watch this. Why? Good for you. Because the humans who enjoy this are the type of humans that get out and do this. This is kind of why we do it all. And here's the other thing. It was the best world, men's World Cup final of all time. So that there was a bonus element to people getting on you because of that. Don't get me wrong. The final, normally not the best match. But in this one, you got a banger. You got dealing with both okay. the French and the Argentine populations. Here's, lovely populations, if you get my meaning here. It was a great time being out. Here's what I was hoping for. What's that? I know he doesn't like soccer. Which is fine. I'm not. I'm not. No, that, I'm, oh, not I'm not here sitting. About that. I'm yeah. not here sitting watching soccer matches all the time. Care. There's a difference. Okay, but there's not caring is a pretty. It's that's not that far off from saying that. Yeah, I don't care about that sport. I don't. I'm not. You're not paying attention to it. Yes, but I'm kind of the same way as well. I was hoping, and this is is what it is. If he's not getting into yesterday's game, you're not going to get into a game. No, I thought you'd get caught up in it. I thought you'd somebody could not be a I, football fan or like had my, I been watching it, I may had gotten caught up in it. Well, but, okay, right. But what I'm saying is like if seven ten had a watch party, would you go? If I was contractually obligated to attend, <laughs> I would attend. <laughs> not quit my but, job. But over that's there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a, I'm a I guess I guess what I meant is amongst people who you know know how to throw a good party, if there's one surrounding the World Cup final, which is effectively the Super Bowl yeah. of global sports, just yeah. in the context of, no, most people who watch the World Cup final are not necessarily soccer fans. They're just tuning in yeah. or, and or joining for the party. I, I like a good time. It. If AK there's wings and, and beer, I'll show Crazy. up to a party. But I don't. No, I mean, I don't feel like I missed anything. I guess is the point I'm getting at. I, oh, you missed a lot. Okay, first no, of all, to me, it's really good. Uh, first of all, it's for not me, the point. Who has this? Not- is the point that it was good or not is not my point. Okay, it was good. Okay, but okay, uh, Trav, Trav, no. it's the same thing as somebody who knows nothing about football. Sure, and they go to a Super Bowl party or they watch uh-huh. the Super Bowl. And they get into it. They're not going to go watch weeks one through seventeen or one one through eighteen. But they get into it for that moment. That's okay. it. That's, that's it's fine. nothing more than that. I mean, look, let's just be honest about this. What you're talking about, Alan, that's an American culture thing. The Super Bowl party that transcends whether or not the guests all like football or not. Certainly, America is not a soccer culture. Therefore, the once every four years party is not going to infiltrate. American culture, broadly speaking, because obviously there were a lot of Americans who got caught up in the World Cup and enjoyed, and that's great for all of them, but it's it's not apples to apples no, because but, you're not talking about but this something. But is, this is a bit of a misnomer because the notion that America isn't a soccer culture is not the point. You know how many people are in England? Like total. 
There are so, more American soccer fans in the United States of America. Right, but, numbers but England, alone. But England forget is a, about the percentage. But England is a soccer know, so the what, 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 of their sport. What I'm saying is this. There's still more people that actually enjoy the game. Okay. And so when you talk about these pockets of humans where it's like, oh, no, nobody's trying to convince anybody to like anything. But you're going to find yourself a good party when you get there. I think that's, that's, kind, of, that's, that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at. And you might enjoy that. That's right. what I'm saying. As a man that I know enjoys a good party, you might enjoy <laughs> that. Travis Moore, enjoy, to be honest, because I know Travis pretty well, <laughs> Travis enjoys the accoutrements of a party. That's yes. what I'm saying. More, no, more than the actual party. Absolutely. He doesn't necessarily need to be amongst the people. <laughs> if you send him all the stuff that's at the party to then his he doesn't house, need to go. He doesn't need to meet any of these human beings that's there. That's a good point. That's exactly right. I understand right. Just Travis. leave everything at the front door. <laughs> the if party a la carte, a, yeah. if you will. If there was going to be a biography, I'd like you to write it, Andy. Just Instacart, Travis, all the stuff that you would enjoy at the party. Did you see, and he's good. Did you see a missed call from Michael Lesson or yesterday morning Michael Thompson oh is that why he was calling me there he called, is. He called this is amazing oh, amazing I, the so Michael tells me yesterday Michael, Michael tells me yesterday I see Michael and I know he's obviously I knew he was going to be excited about the game the last couple of weeks he's wanted to talk World Cup during the pregame show so oh really he's obviously excited about <laughs> did about not know that what's happening but he mentioned he said do you know I called two people this morning? I called Travis Rogers. I called Andy Kamenitsky. Neither of them answered. I'm what like, okay, he? did they hit you back? Did they text you back? He goes, nothing. I thought he was butt dialing. So it was also, like, it was like, like 6.30 so in the Michael, morning. Ghosted. what are you doing? Call the big C1. What are you doing? He did that on purpose. Oh, so he, he was knows, trolling you guys. He's not even trolling. He knows that he was trying to get them to answer and say, guys, the World Cup's about to start. Oh, so Watch the World <laughs> Cup. Telephone tree? Something both like that. Both of them ghosted him. <laughs> I love that. Well, again, though, I the first call was at 6.05, which, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my, my immediate The broadcast was, starts at 6. The game starts at 7. My, first kick. We all know this. Right. My immediate response <laughs> is, Michael must be butt-dialing me on accident because uh, A is often... A is often for uh, to let people behind the curtain Andy. butt dials. <laughs> yeah. Andy, the higher up you get into the alphabet, the more ah. likely you are to get butt dialed. That's an excellent ah. point. I did yeah. not realize that. So this happens to me. So I figured it's <laughs> six in the morning, and you know I've already forgotten about our conversations Friday about the World Cup, and it's six in the morning. I'm not really thinking anyway. <laughs> did he call again? Yes, he called again at seven. <laughs> to which I'm like. The hell, dude! So wow, I was so he was committed. I, are you not texting me? I was. I mean, up. I, yeah, I'm texting. I'm trying family. to sleep, I, man. I, so I was up because I'm old and I can't sleep anymore. Sure. Right. So I, but I was not near my phone. No. So I go back to my phone, and Michael's first call to me was like at seven ten, and I look at it and I see a missed call. I'm like, what a company man. had to be a butt dial. Had to be a butt right. dial, and I don't think too much about it. Then about an hour later, I get another call from him. I'm like. Why is Wait. Michael trying to get to me at 7 o'clock on a Sunday? <laughs> Look, I'm like, oh, it's got to be the world. Check out, your, yeah. check out your missed calls, your missed call times, because I also got one at 7, 10 a.m. Wow. What were your other times, Travis? I'm, I'm going to look wow, right you now. Guys got you guys talk amongst yourselves. So in the interim, I'll tell you guys that I did have, speaking of accoutrement, let's just say that I bought something from the store in my neighborhood. That 7, I've, 14, and 8, 47. Okay. Wow. Got, you went eight forty seven. I got six oh five for my first, which is really that's early. That, yeah, that's the big double middle fingers. Yeah. You've already lost me <laughs> at this point. Then seven ten. Then eight forty. Well, I'm going to ask Michael and Pre. Why was there an hour difference between? I mean, the times are all. Maybe over he had the an hour's here. worth of people to call. Yeah. I was Maybe, Andy's A. Travis the is T. Tree is long. He has to right. work hey, through Trace, all the other letters. Trace, are you up? <laughs> Clay. So, so I got something. I got a. Uh, let's just call it a gift from across the street, the place that I buy things from regularly during the week in my neighborhood, if you get my point. It's a soccer ball. And when I first walked into this establishment to get it, I was like, oh, I want one of those. Whatever. I'll take whatever the price. I want one. It's a trinket from World Cup. I want it. I bought two, as a matter of fact. I went back into the store two days later, having completely forgotten about the things that I had bought at the store because I was coming home from work. I had been at happy hour, whatever. Some things just end up on the couch in a bag. You forget about them until the next morning. A couple days later, I walk by a poster in said place, and I go, oh, right, I bought those. <laughs> and then I realize, I'm like, those aren't just soccer balls. There's something inside of these things. But I couldn't figure out how to get the stupid ball open, <laughs> so I had to go to YouTube and find <laughs> a guy, and sure enough, different, let's just say different toys of all different varieties from like six that were branded for six different countries that were mm. like all in the thing. 
coolest thing I'd ever seen. I gave one to my buddy. He was like, you're serious? This is a gift? I can keep what's inside? And I can keep the ball? Absolutely. So for those of you who saw... Perhaps on my now IG you're story. Me into soccer. Yeah, see, see. <laughs> now, no, see. I knew. I knew. I knew. Those of you who saw my IG story and saw a picture of a soccer ball in which I pointed arrows at Croatia and Morocco because they played in the third place game, that was just a little coded message to those who know what's actually. Well, going what's kind of weird. I'll show is, you the pictures off offline later. What's weird is <laughs> um, great. they didn't watch Sunday's game, but they both caught Croatia. And Morocco, Morocco for yeah, third Saturday. place. Saturday, third for place. third place. They both, which was so oh. weird. That was the game they both cared about. They didn't care about the final. The third place game is what got that. Yeah, we're, we're, what do you got? Okay. Oh, you got to open that up for me. Oh, yeah. Wait, this is Miss Croatia, now, now right? we're talking about it. Look, by the way, that I'm a soccer fan now. Right. That, that seeing what's inside those soccer balls all took. makes me incredibly exciting. Um, not that that reminded me of anything, Clinton, but did you go to Mike Tyson's event? Did you go see uh, Iron Mike? I did not end up at that. He was gone by the time I could get there, and so I did not bring the gifts. That's why I kind of felt bad, too. Oh, so. okay. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to see if Mike was uh, in full Mike Tyson. What event? event? <laughs> what event was this? He was going to go see Good Mike brand. at a local dispensary. Mike was. Did, he did make an appearance, and you I, just didn't get there I didn't in time? get there because by the time I got out of here after a crosstalk, I checked the thing, and I was going to be getting there right when he was leaving, and I didn't want to real, risk it and be all out. Okay, there, so. very quickly, guys. I did other things. What we saw the Patriots do at the end of the game Bro, yesterday. Not bad. Is that the dumbest play in in NFL history, considering that it was a tie game that they could have gone to overtime? Is is I know there's the playoffs Joe on Pasarczyk, the line. Um, Herm Edwards moment, which we still see fifty years later. There's Garo Yapremian, there's sure. Leon Lett times two. He has two of those along the way. But I don't know because here's the thing, and Al's heard me scream about this for the last three hours. What did he expect Mac Jones to do with the ball once he got it? I'll bet. Like, you're not throwing it back to Michael Vick. I'll bet he thought Mac Jones could have thrown it again. That's, that's I, exactly I think he just didn't know. So he the doesn't rule. know he, he doesn't think, know yes, the rules? Because because the the this is outside cul-de-sac. Well, Calvin Ball is real. I mean, like the audacity of the play, and then the fact that he even explained after the game. He said, I thought I saw the quarterback open. He didn't say Mac Jones, elite athlete. He said, I thought I saw right. the quarterback open. Leading me does to believe he thought. Does worse? No, it, it, it kind of does. But at the same time, it's like, bro, this is a Bill Belichick coach team. How does this happen? I'm not, dis- I'm, not, I'm not depending on special teams players to make great plays at the end of games. It regular. wasn't a special teams play. Well, it was I'm, a regular I, 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 play. I get it, but I'm saying like in a sort of special – what I mean is like a closed game situation. If, I guess the idea, I mean, because obviously you should just take yourself to overtime and start over again, obviously. But if you are trying to bring this thing to fruition, you are trying your best to keep that ball with live possibilities. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the, that's the logic. It's not good logic, but that's the logic. Galactically stupid. Agreed. So, the, the only or he thing, didn't know the score. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the other right. part of this, and I have two theories here. Number one is he just didn't know the score. And so he thought they had to score to win the game, that they were behind. The other part is is the first Patriots player who threw the lateral, Ramonde Stevens. That wasn't necessarily a much better play. It wasn't. Yeah. It was it was less risky but equally stupid. And probably right. okay. created panic. And, 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 well, yes. And I wonder if that wasn't the moment where Myers said he must know something I don't. Maybe I don't know the score. If he threw it to me, we must be behind. You know what? And though? then he panicked. Yeah. If, we have seen like how many of those in our collective lives watching football, those toss the ball around, sure. toss the ball around, toss, lateral, lateral, lateral. They're just like us. They've watched a million of those too, and our instinct is always keep the ball live. Yeah, like you, but that they is, weren't behind. That's, that's why I said it's effectively a special team <laughs> yeah, play. That's, that's that what kills inst- it. Is yeah, it's a that tie game. instinct right. though takes over. It's just you need to keep this ball live. I tend to agree. There's no one in the huddle goes, guys, it's a tie score. If we get it, great, but nothing crazy here. I mean well they're not even throwing a Hail Mary. You're basically just saying, hey, we're going to overtime. The play call is we're going to overtime. (laughs) They're not throwing it sixty yards. Well well, listen, Belichick said after the game the reason he didn't go to the end zone is because he can't throw it that far. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't Which has been proven to be false. Right. Meaning I don't know that the play was to just go to ground. You know what I mean? If they if they had a play drawn up that they thought that the play was not to throw it backwards forty yards across the field. To the quarterback. But if they thought that they could get some kind of a playoff unathletic quarterback. Man. But you just think he's going to throw really it to bad. someone else. Like, if anyone can find somebody open for this lateral, it's your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, the guy doesn't know the rules. <laughs> I told you, one of the smartest things I ever learned when I first started covering football in college was that – the, the, I'll never forget this. The offensive coordinator, he said, bro, 
you know why they have scoreboards on both ends of the football field? He's like, it's for the players. These guys do not remember things in situationals the way that you would expect them to because, hello, they're knocking each other around all the time, and it's kind of hectic. He's like, trust me, guys forget situations mm. a lot more than anybody's I, willing to admit. I don't game. disagree that guys forget. That doesn't make it any less stupid. No. It, sure. it, it, it doesn't Are make you cutting it him tomorrow? anymore. No, he's a good player. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's the, again. This is like I know what your I know yeah. your point about calling it a special teams play. This is not a guy who's never on the field. He's yeah. a, one of your better offensive players who's out there a lot. Who presumably has some situational awareness. Presumably, who, who just went. He's going to be remembered. For yes. that play. You, I will be God willing. 80-something years old, watching football on yes. a Thanksgiving weekend, and that play's coming uh, 100%, up. 100% yep. that replay will, will come up. You will see yep. it again. I've been watching replays of the reaction videos on TikTok literally all morning. That's like what I've been doing. Dude <laughs> sitting on their couch, just in total disbelief. Old guys in somewhere in New Hampshire or whatever. Just can't believe what's going on. It's been fantastic. You want it right now? Yes, right now. I only do it because I like you. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear. Uh, oh, here it comes. I know what's coming. Yep, that's coming. Hold on. We're World Cup champions, and I want the trophy, and I want a ribbon, and I want a cake, and I want all my friends to have a sleepover, and I want it now. And Messi's mother, in this particular stuff, now Messi, you've earned it. And they'd have a little party, and they'd bring their sleeping bags, and they'd have Garfield and and Lightning McQueen, and everybody would have a Lightning wonderful party. Lightning McQueen. Yeah. I just wanted to be noted that Honorable Mexican Jorge is in here. Rocking the albiceleste yes. with the most pride I've ever seen yeah. a non-Argentinian, non-Barca fan rock. Alan knows why. Yeah, he's got a cool story. I know why. He's got a cool story I'm just saying, it. he came in here acting like he might as well have been born in Buenos Aires. I mean, you know, that that's that was the impression uh, I had. A little too far. I got to say, okay. Emily's right. pronunciation was better than yours. Of what, Buenos Aires? Yes. She, she, okay. It sounded a little better. <laughs> Emily's from Argentina. Yes. She's originally. <laughs> I was like, are we, are we competing on accents? Yes, now? I am. I'm scoring everything all the time. Maybe you should tune into the show and you might learn how to say the name of the country. Hey, oh. Just joking. Huh? You should watch the games. Then you know how to say the words. But I don't want to. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> that doesn't interest me That's at why all. it's not that it impressive sounds... because those of us who watch the soccer know how to say the words. But you didn't. She did. No, Mason and Ireland <laughs> coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. How would you know?